Welcome to It's a Good Life, the podcast for entrepreneurs, where it's all about growing yourself and your business. Before we begin, I want to remind you about our ad-free option. Go to It's a Good Life on the Apple Podcast app. You'll see a banner under the logo to remove ads and unlock early access to episodes. It's just five bucks a month, and there's even a free trial. Either way, continue listening to It's a Good Life, and here's our man, Brian Buffini. Well, the top of the morning to you, and welcome to today's episode, Get Out of Debt Forever. You know, during the pandemic, consumer debts reached record lows, and savings rates reached record highs. Well, now that we're no longer wearing masks and staying indoors, it seems like we've cast off the restraint of our lifestyles and our budgets. Credit card debt has ballooned, while savings have plummeted. This at the same time, when interest rates have more than doubled. I believe if people truly knew the crippling effects of consumer debt, they would not only get out of debt, but stay out of debt forever. And that's the purpose of this episode. I'm going to show you how to get out of consumer debt once and for all with a simple technique we call the snowball. And ultimately show you how the best way to stay out of debt forever is to create wealth. The three points I'm going to cover for you today are the insidious nature of consumer debt, snowball your credit cards, and invest to grow. So let's dive in with a few stats, shall we? Consumers last year in the US racked up $180 billion in new credit card debt, which is the largest amount of credit card debt added in a single year in history. Hence why we're covering this topic today. By the way, half of that debt was added in the fourth quarter. And so what that says to me is that people maintain their same lifestyle, their same travel, and especially their Christmas shopping, even though their economics had changed. The market had changed. Salaries were starting to change. Inflation has been up significantly. Expenses are up across the board. But people refused to give in on any spending cuts. So what they did was they charged it on their credit cards. And that's not uncommon in other years, of, especially when there's been economic changes. People spent a lot or got into a debt in the fourth quarter over the holidays and then started the new year. And they started a new year after eating too much and spending too much and they go on a diet, hit the gym, and then they start looking at their expenses. That's why we're talking about this. 35% of U.S. adults have credit card debt. Now, we're talking about consumer debt today, which is much bigger than credit card debt. But only 29% of people the year before had credit card debt. So it's up 6%, which is a giant number. By the way, the most startling statistic I'm going to give you is that 43% of the people with credit card debt in this country don't know what the interest rates on their cards are. Okay? So ignorance isn't bliss. Ignorance is poverty. And we're going to do some detailed work on this today. I've, the snowball content is a little bit of a workout, but we're going to show you how to pay off your debt. This will be something that you can help your family and friends with. This is also something if you're in a services business, real estate financial planning, mortgage, whatever, you certainly would be wanting to learn this, master this, to be able to counsel your clients on it too. Less than 25% of people in the States are debt-free. And so we want to show you that. This, By the way, just so you know, I give the American stats because they're the easiest to find. But the other side of it is, I see this all over. You know, I go home to Ireland, people have more jacked up credit cards there than anywhere. It's so expensive now to live in Ireland. Go to Europe. I'll be in Germany with Anna this year. I'll be in London with Bev this year. I was in Canada in November. I travel around a lot. 
the same dynamic. I, I'd like to say America's exported its culture all over the world through movies and TVs. And one of the things that's exported is the free-flowing feeling of debt. Believe it or not, the most indebted city in America, this shocked me, shocked me to the point that I kept looking at it, because like, this can't be true, is Denver, Colorado. And it's interesting that a place that I certainly have great affection for, lots of friends there, been there many, many times, have thousands of clients there, done big seminars there, was there last year with one of our big events. It's can really a live-free type city. But people's lifestyle is beyond their means. And so they're financing it. So I have three points for you, like I mentioned. First is the insidious nature of consumer debt. Let me give you a definition of this. Consumer debt, by definition, is the amount owed by consumers, including debts incurred on the purchase of consumable goods that do not appreciate. Consumable goods means that everything's going to either end up in a dumpster or a sewer pipe or a recycling bin. It doesn't appreciate. So it means no matter what, it's going to be consumed. It's going to go away. It's going to be given away, thrown away, recycled, repurposed, and it will not appreciate, which means you're certainly not going to make it turn into something. Now, I personally haven't had consumer debt in 25 years. Now, one of the reasons for that is because I felt the pain of it many years ago. I saw the impact it had on my peace of mind, the impact it was having on my energy and my ability to work and flow, uh, the impact it was having on my marriage, the conversations that dominated my conversations with my bride. And so I got serious about things. And uh, so I feel I'm qualified to speak about this. So here's what I want to tell you about consumer debt. First of all, debt costs money. Every Christmas, I'm out with the kids. We're going to go do a bit of Christmas shopping. We go to the department store, we're at the counter, and as we have all our purchases, I'm putting my card down, and they'll say, would you like a store card? You can save an extra 10%. You've made a lot of purchases here today. And I always, I teach the kids in front of the clerk. Now, kids, imagine this. Imagine this person, this store here is about, we, we just bought $585 worth of stuff. They want to take $58 off. Doesn't that sound like a deal? Here's why that's not a deal, because they know and maybe not this person at the counter, but they know, the organization knows, that if I put this on a card, the likelihood is I'll make minimum payments. And the minimum payments will cost a fortune. It costs a lot more than what we're getting on a discount. This sounds like they're giving us a deal, like this is on sale. This is actually a way to create a consumer spending pattern. And I right there in front of the kids, and a lot of times the clerk is sitting there with their eyes wide open, and, and I'll use this analogy that I've shared with my kids, that I'll share with you, that many times I've had a cleric stand behind the counter going, I don't know if I can offer this in good conscience anymore. And that is consumer debt costs money. So for example, a $5,000 credit card with a minimum payment. So just so you know, the average interest rate for a credit card in North America right now is 20.8%. Okay? So let's say you have a credit card balance of 5,000, an interest rate of 21%, which is what that is, and a minimum monthly payment of 105. How long will it take to pay that card off at $105 a month, right? So five grand is the expense, 105 a month, 1260 a year, right? It's nine years. It takes nine years to pay it off for a total of 11360 And that's why I say, see kids, we're really not saving money if we do that. Now, I have the ability to pay this card off, but I don't want to do it. 
because I don't ever want to get in the bad habit. So I'm actually going to pay the full retail right now. Thank you so much for the offer. So I'll teach my kids while artfully telling the counterperson no. And the counterperson is looking at me with their eyes wide open because they don't know either. They don't know either. A great quote, anonymous quote, said, the only man who sticks closer to you in adversity than a friend is a creditor. Debt costs money. Borrow five grand, 11 and a half grand to pay it back. Okay? It sounds good because you can have it now. You can have it now. You can impulse buy it now. Debt borrows from your future. It takes you away from your future. I can give you one of the most important financial pieces of advice I've ever given. Next week, I'm going to be doing an episode on getting rich is easy. And so it follows along, hey, we're going to help you get out of debt. And I have a little bit of investment advice for you today. But next week, tune in. It's getting rich is easy. And it is. It is. I'm not a rocket scientist, but I built a huge fortune. Getting rich is easy. The problem is getting broke is easier. Debt costs money. So that's one of the ways to get broke. Debt borrows from your future. One of the biggest financial pieces of advice I've given myself throughout my life is I'm going to bet on myself. I'm going to bet on myself. I've always bet on myself. So I'll invest in myself. I'll invest in personal growth. I'll invest in coaching. You know, this year, I'll probably spend $450,000 on coaching. That's why when people tell me, oh man, it's six grand a year to be coached by Buffini and Company, that costs a lot of money. The average person increases their earnings tenfold within three years. It's a fraction. It's a tiny thing. A buddy of mine had dinner with the other night, spent 35 grand a year on uh, coaching business. That's just a disaster. He says, it's a joke. You've got to invest. You've got to invest well, but you've got to invest in yourself. Bet on yourself. Bet on yourself. Saki, who wrote The Unbearable Bassington, said, I'm living so far beyond my income, they almost might be said to be living apart. Ogden Nash said, some debts are fun when you're acquiring them, but none are fun when you set about retiring them. First and foremost, debt costs money. Debt borrows from your future. And then high interest debt causes you to pay more than the item cost. A young person I was helping out recently, he bought this car, right? Needed transportation, had bad credit, low income. So he bought a $21,000 car. Now the debt on the car right now is 28000 right? Because they wrapped in all the fees and registrations and this and that and whatever else. He had no money down. So this young person buys a car that is now valued at $21,500. They owe $28,000 on a six-year loan. The loan is 20.8%. The minimum payment is $648 a month. And the late payment on it is $15 a day. So if they're a month behind, the payment is $1,000 a month. Not only are they thrashing their credit, they're destroying themselves economically. So that's $12,000 a year if they were late all the time. And on a six-year loan, that's $72,000. On a car that initially cost twenty-one grand, that's probably worth ten grand by the time it's, or five grand by the time it's paid off. And that's how so many people get into debt and stay in debt forever. And if you're in that spot today, I know it sounds awfully depressing. I want you to know there's a way out. I want you to know there's a way out. Buying on an installment plan makes the months shorter, but it makes the years a lot longer. So consumer debt is insidious. It's not your friend. It's packaged in nice terms. We'll give you the debt. We'll give you the the free miles on the airline. We'll give you the 10% discount on the store. You can drive this car home today. And I'm not trying to knock salespeople or whatever else. I'm just trying to say this. Understand what you're getting into. You better have a plan to pay off the debt. Now, here's the good news. 
you're about to have a plan. Now, I'm about to do math over the airwaves with you. And I'm going to share with you what we call our snowball plan. And this is the way that we have helped in our coaching program, helped tens of thousands of people get debt-free forever. Tens of thousands of people. The first principle is to put all your focus on one debt. You do one debt at a time. Alexander Graham Bell said, concentrate all your thoughts upon the work at hand. The sun's rays do not burn until brought to a focus. What would be super helpful, if you're in a place that you can download a resource, go to itsagoodlife.com, go to where it says tools and resources on the top of the page. Just click on that and you'll see it says get out of debt forever because it's linked to this podcast and it's our debt reduction rollover plan. And it's a step-by-step, if you're watching me on that little bit of a YouTube, it's this beautifully designed thing by the team that really lays out how to get out of debt. It's simple. It's slick. You don't need to buy 10 books. You don't need to listen to Dave Ramsey 24 hours a day. It's real, real simple, okay? Let's say this person has three credit cards, right? So they have a MasterCard, a Visa, and a Discover card. They owe $1,850 on MasterCard, $1,925 on Visa, and then $1,575 on Discover, right? The interest rates are 21 15.9, 11.9. So what are we going to attack? We're going to attack the highest interest rate first. Now, the one exception I'd give you to this If you have a credit card with a real small balance and you could pay it off, even if it has a low interest rate and you pay it off first to create some momentum, momentum is a powerful thing. And there's nothing better than that feeling, I paid one off. The whole principle behind the rollover plan, the the snowball plan that we have is this. You're going to take the minimum payments on the highest interest rate. You're going to add an amount to buy down the card and combine them together. And when that card is paid over, you roll it over to the next card, plus that minimum payment. And then when that card's paid over, you take that minimum payment, plus the amount you were paying on the previous card, and you roll it over to the next one. That's how it works. So let me walk you through it. So let's say you've decided you can come up with $340 a month. And what we did there is like a 10% of your income. So you get your net income and say, okay, I'm gonna gonna muscle up here and take 10% of my earnings to throw at my debts, okay? So in this case, we're going after the highest interest rate, which in the analogy I just gave you, if you download this resource, the debt reduction rollover plan, you'll see it's the MasterCard. So 1850 balance, 21.9% interest rate, minimum payment, $45. We're going to throw $340 a month to pay down the principal, okay? So it means $340 plus $45 minimum payment means $385 is going at that card every single month. How long does it take to pay off that card? Five months. Five months. And during that time, you got to be disciplined not to jack up the card anymore, right? So now it's five months, that card's paid off. The next debt is Visa. Now it's paid down a little bit. It was 1900 Now it's down to 1700 right? We're making our minimum payments. But now we had a minimum payment of 45 on our MasterCard, plus the 340 we can afford to pay off our debts, Now I have $385. Why? Because that other debt was in my budget. So now I take the minimum payment from the first card, plus the amount I'm prepaying off my debts, the $340, and I have $385. So I have $385. The minimum payment on the visa was $55. So altogether, I'm now throwing $440 a month at the second card. So the $340, which is the prepayment amount, the 45, which was the minimum payment on the other card, I don't have anymore. And the 55, the minimum payment on the card I'm paying off now, which is the visa. Well, guess what? That doesn't take very long. 
before that sucker's paid off. In fact, four months later, the Visa card's paid off. So now, what do I have? I have the $45 on the MasterCard that's paid off. I have the $55 that I was used to paying for the Visa card. And I have the $340 that I was using for pay down on the Visa. So now it's $440 plus the minimum payment on the last card. And the last card's the lowest interest rate. And that's $40. So $40 plus $440 means $480 a month is being chucked at that payment left, right, and center. So it just takes three more months and that card's gone. So all told, those three credit cards got paid off in 12 months. Now, it will be a long 12 months while you're doing it. But when you look back, you go, oh my gosh, I can't believe I have zero credit card debt. Now, this is the magic of this program is the minimum payments of $45 on MasterCard, $55 on your Visa, and $40 in your Discover card were in your budget. You were making those payments. You added $340 to it to pay off your debts. Now you have none of those payments. So what does it mean? You go hog wild? No. Now you have $480 a month to go and invest because the greatest way to stay out of debt is to build wealth. Now, I want to share with you that many people, and maybe you're one of these folks, who've been in debt before, paid off your cards, and got back into your credit card debt again. And the reason being is it becomes our comfort zone. The reason being, it's, oh my God, I've been so disciplined for so good. It's like when you've adjusted your diet, and you've been eating good, and eating good, and eating good, and then you go to a party. Well, I've been so good for a while, let me go to town. Well, it's very easy to do that. The bigger picture is if you'll replace the debt and go, I don't like that feeling. I don't like that feeling of owing people. I don't like that feeling of being indebted. What I want is something different. If you'll discipline yourself now, you can have everything you want later. Just delay that gratification. Being debt-free is not the highest state. You were debt-free when you were born. You didn't come into this world, you didn't have any debts. Being debt-free is not the highest calling economically for a person. What we want to do is get out of debt and stay out of debt forever. What we're doing here is putting all our focus on one debt. So start with the highest interest rate. Use that rollover plan, rollover, rollover. It's already in your budget. Nothing changes in your lifestyle. You just added the 340. You keep those payments as if you still have the debt. Now what you're going to do is, now that you're debt-free, you're going to live in the place that we talk about in The Richest Man in Babylon. And that is, you're going to pay yourself. You're going to pay yourself. So the third part of getting out of debt and staying out of debt, believe it or not, is invest to grow. I'm going to go into this more in depth next week. And I just want you to know, next week I have a a program that I want you to listen to called Getting Rich is Easy. And I know that sounds like an infomercial, but it just is. If it wasn't easy, I couldn't have done it. It's just easier to be broke. It's easier to give in to our habits. It's easier to spend all the time. It's easy to overeat. It's easy to overspend. The culture is pushing you all the time. You go to lunch, you order a salad, you say, no bread, sparkling water, I'll have a salad, please. And what will they say at the end of their lunch? They know you're not eating bread. They know you didn't have booze or wine or a soda. You had a salad for lunch. And what do they ask you? Would you like a dessert today, sir? And you have to have the will to say no. So the fact of the matter is, once you get out of debt, it's easy to get back in. We just don't want to do it. It's insidious. It's insidious. It's a soul crusher. And so we want to get on the other side of it, which is we want to invest to grow. Mark Twain said there's two times in a man's life when he shouldn't speculate. 
when he can't afford it and when he can. And, and again, I'm going to walk you through this next week, but the compounding effect, and I've used this analogy all the time because it's the other side of the snowball. We use the snowball effect to pay off our debts, but then once the debt is paid off, that snowball gets over the other side of the hill. It should roll down the hill and you should be able to build a big old snowman out of it, right? So like if you invest 100 bucks a month over the period of 12 months and you did that for 40 years and got an 8% rate of return, you'd have invested 48 grand and the compounding effect would be it's worth 350. Similarly, if you invested 1,000 bucks a month, 12 months a year, that's 480 grand over 40 years, that's worth 3.5 million. Compounding effect is, is it's, it's a miracle. And so what we want to do is unleash the compounding effect. You see, when we're paying credit card debts at 20%, let me say this, I don't have any investment advice to get you 20%, 20.8%, I can't get you that. You know, I'm sharing with you here, $100 a month over 40 years at 8% interest rate is 350. Imagine that $100 a month is what you're borrowing every month on a credit card and you borrow 1200 a year. And you did 1200 a year over 40 years. And by the way, the debt wouldn't be 350000 It'd be an awful lot more than that. Why? Because of 20.8%. So Einstein said, those who understand compound interest receive it and those who don't pay it. What we want to do is have compounding effects go in our favor. That's true. You're not going to get 20% rate of return. If you are, you're, you're risking too much more than likely. So we want to stop paying the 20 and see if we can get eight. So you want to make the basic investments, right? Do you own a home? Can you save up towards a home? We know that the average net worth of a homeowner is 46 times that of the average renter. That's why we want to help people become homeowners. It's one of the passions I had in being in real estate. It's one of the passions I had in serving the real estate community for the past 27 years is trying to help people with their single most important investment, see if folks can get into a home. You want to max out your retirement. It's an IRA, the SEP, retirement own a home, those kinds of things. Again, next week, I got a lot more for you on this. But another little thing I want to share with you, especially for those that are small business owners, entrepreneurs, self-employed, is invest bonus money or profits. You know, for the past 36 years, I've been in business for myself. And I've always paid myself my salary to live on. And then I've stored up inside the business I've owned the profits. And then I would take a portion of those profits and give it to myself either once a quarter or once a year. I've always made a point of investing those. Why? Because they're larger sums usually. It's a great way to get ahead, to not live off those amounts, live off the salary you pay yourself. And uh, I don't care if you have a side hustle. I don't care if you have bonus money. The employees of Buffini Company get bonuses. The key there is to invest the bonus money. And a great example I'm going to give you is, and I've shared this story before, is a man I've known for 20-some years. He's an immigrant from Serbia. He works in a construction business. And other than Christmas and other than his Easter, he works every Saturday. And what I've seen him do over the last dozen or so years is that every time he works on a Saturday, he puts the money aside in a separate account. And he puts that money aside in a separate account. He's invested that into stock, things like Tesla, things like Apple. That stock has grown into certainly a mid-sized fortune, and he's used that money to then go buy real estate, which he then fixes up because he's a contractor and has made into an awful lot more money. So when you have bonus money, you have profits, invest that money. If you invest that money, boy, you're investing to grow. 
Now, I wish I could spend a lot more time with you on this because I don't want to oversimplify it. The real emphasis of today was how to get out of debt. But I'm going to encourage you. You know, our Mastermind Summit is about 90% sold out every year in advance because the people who attend the event sign up for the following year. But this year on the 9th and 10th of August, we're going to be in the Hilton downtown San Diego, right overlooking the water there. It's a beautiful spot. And we have about four or 500 seats still open at this time. It always sells out. But I'd love some of the podcast audience to show up there. And uh, it's going to be a fantastic event. I'm, I'm covering how to put the joy back in the journey. I've got some great content for you to really, you know, live your life well. We've got some great speakers, Bo Eason, Amanda Gore, Bill Hampton, Neil Pastoricha, all world-class speakers. But I'm also going to do a session on how to be good with money. And this is really a comprehensive approach to not only getting out of debt, but then a little bit more grist for the mill on really how to, you know, the seven aspects of investment and what to do and how to do it and really how to put yourself on a plan that over the long haul, you can build yourself a financial fortress. It's what I've done. It's why my children and grandchildren are set up for life. It's why my business going into a recession has no worries. So uh, if you have a chance to get to Mastermind this year, especially the podcast audience, I'd love to see us. You know, there's no doubt it'll sell up with our members, but I'd love to see some of the folks on the podcast. So consider this an invitation. Go to buffinincompany.com slash mastermind and get yourself a seat. We've talked about the insidious nature of consumer debt. We've talked about snowballing your credit cards, and we've talked about investing to grow. I really encourage you to get that resource. It's really well done here. The Get Out of Debt Forever Debt Reduction Rollover Plan. And the plan I just gave you, which is hard to do over the airwaves, when you see it in writing, it'll make all the sense in the world. And it's a little front and back. It's a two-sided document that will, for once and forever, demystify how to get out of credit card debt and consumer debt. This will work for your car loans. This will work for any kind of consumer debt at all. And it'll change your world. So I really encourage you to go itsagoodlife.com. Go to Tools and Resources. It's free for you. I wanted you to have it. I really want you to get out of debt. And I want you to get out of debt forever. And let me say this. We've helped tens of thousands of people in our coaching program do this. But one of the most proud moments of my life economically is helping an Irish musician get out of debt. And let me tell you, if you can take a free spirit like David Lally and get him out of debt forever, you know you've achieved something. So with that said, I'll, I'll hand it over to our very own testimonial, our producer, David Lally, as he has a few words for all of you today. Speechless, Brian. I don't know what you were thinking getting me out of debt. <laughs> I should hold that against you forever. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so good. I will listen to this one a few more times because, you know, the tendencies are there. You mentioned Mastermind in San Diego. I have been to every one of those working for you over the last 20 years, and it's an amazing event. Uh, really, it's something else. As brilliant as the content is and the speakers are, it's hard to describe the energy of 3,000 people, like-minded people, in this room together, and it's staggering. So do not wait. It will sell out. It does every year. You won't be sorry, and you'll get to see the man on stage doing his thing. So head over to buffiniandcompany.com slash mastermind. Get your ticket before they're all gone. Thanks for listening, and thanks for sharing the show with others. See you next time. May the road rise up to meet you, and may the wind always be at your back. May the rain fall soft upon your fields, and the sun shine warm upon your face. And until we meet again, may God hold you in the hollow of his hand. See you next time.